Robert Dahl, and welcome to the Hip Hop in the After Hours podcast. Hey y'all, what up? It's your girl Platinum B, and welcome to another episode of Hip Hop in the After Hours. I hope everybody had a great week and a great weekend. I know we're probably still in the weekend, because today is Memorial Day, so um, yeah. I hope everybody's enjoying their weekend. Um, please don't forget, I put out episodes every Monday, um, whether it's this regular series or the series for the Lil Wayne and Young Money fans, Weezy Mania, um, those come out at least every month, um, and if you're new here, welcome, please don't forget to share and subscribe, it really helps, um, and to all the, um, Older people who have been here since day one or who join us later, well, welcome back. I had a pretty good weekend, y'all. Um, it's been a pretty good weekend as far as music goes. So, Versus happened tonight. If you don't know what Versus is, go back to that episode. It's probably at the beginning somewhere of this podcast. Um, one of my earlier episodes. Um, but basically I talked about Versus and what it is. Um, Versus has gotten bigger now. And it's Mel and Triller. Um, it's not just the Instagram live thing. Now that everything's... Um, I guess people are able to go out and do more things. So um, they actually had verses at a nightclub in Miami called Live Live. Um, y'all, computers, don't judge. <laughs> they say it weird. Um... Live on Sunday. It's King and Dumb Monday. I have to remember that. That's how Wayne said it. Um. Anyway, it was dope because it was a rematch, and it was a rematch between the creators of, of Versus, which were Swiss Beats and Timberland. And for those of you who don't know, they actually started Versus, at least um, the one that we all know of. Uh, from Instagram Live, they started it, um, last year, like, in March. I was like, yeah, I think it was, like, March or something like that. Um, they were in the, like, I think Swizz was in his car, or Tim Blend was in his basement, and they were just both on Instagram Live playing songs back-to-back, and like I said, if you don't know what Versus is, please go check out that episode so you can understand what I'm talking about more. Um, they actually got to play five hours of music, and, you know, there's a format now where they have to play 20 songs, but, you know, since it just began, and they were just starting out, and they didn't think anything of it, they were just having fun, um, they ended up playing five hours, well, today they only did a couple hours, but, man, did I have a fun time. It brought back great memories, it brought back, um... just those feelings of those songs, you know, um, some of the songs that they were playing, I forgot they did, um, and it's funny because I loved how they were talking shit to each other, I, I love that part, um, it's not, it's not a, comp- it's a competition, but it's not, it's, you're still being celebrated according to them, you know, um, it's, it's a friendly competition in a way, um, but it's really a, a thing to celebrate artists, or producers, and if you don't know who Swizzbeats and Timberland are, they're hip-hop producers, well, musical producers, because 
um, Timberland and Swizzy have done songs for Beyonce and Justin Timberlake and I mean Beyonce's definitely hip hop, but um, I've seen a lot of places call her pop, um, so I don't know, but and I've seen a lot of places call her R and B, which that makes sense. But yeah, they've done songs from them and a bunch of other artists. So they're not even just hip hoppers, they're musical music producers in general. Um, I don't know, y'all. It was just nice to see. It was nice to see that, and I was getting all hyped up, and and um, it was just fun. It was really fun. Um, and then it was like I said, it was at a nightclub. So you can hear the crowd. Um, you know, clapping and, and stuff, so, um, yeah, that's not what this episode is about, but I just thought I'd tell you that's what was going on, that's why I had a dope weekend, um, also, this is what we're going to get into now, DMX, his album Exodus came out this past Friday, May 28th, 2021. Now, I'm not one of those dick writers who showed love to DMX after he died. I have already had plans on listening and buying this album before he died. I heard about it through interviews he was doing and other artists were doing last year. That there was a DMX album coming out. I was already ready to hear this album. So. Let's get that out there. Because I don't want people to think that I'm just showing love with DMX because he's gone. That's not it. For those of you. Who do not know. And I've said this in my other episodes about DMX. I did not realize how much music I had by DMX. Whether it was just stuff on burnt CDs. Or actual Albums of his that I got for birthdays and Christmases. Um, burnt CDs, I got songs just for my friends and stuff, or they were on my MP3 and I put them on CDs. Um, because when I was younger, before I learned how to do stuff on my own, people would have to put stuff on, like, on my MP3 for me. Um, and then I taught myself how to do it on my own. But, that's another story. Um, so yeah, I did not realize how much DMX music I had. Um, and that was the first time in years, y'all, that I've actually grabbed a CD and listened to a CD, like a physical CD. I haven't done that in years. Keep in mind, I have a lot of CDs just from years of buying stuff and, and, you know, all that. So I had to go through all my DMX stuff and find what was what. Um, so yeah, I'm not one of those dick writers, you know. Um, I've always loved DMX, even when he was here. I've loved DMX, and actually, I mean, they they were saying the physical CD for this album is not out yet. But, uh, Swizz Beats, who produced this album and who put everything into this album, because I want to get to that. He, um, 
So the physical copies of the studio are going to come out soon. And again, I have not bought or really listened to an actual physical CD in years. can't remember the last time I did that. But there's a few CDs I need to get on physical copies. Lil Wayne's The Carter Five, which I'm sure is out somewhere. Um, I have all Wayne's Carter albums on physical, and this one, I just need to add it to the collection. Um, I need Lil Wayne's Funeral album, physical copy. And I, I need DMX's Exodus physical copy. Um... These are just some of the artists I just have all of their albums on physical. Um, I kind of want to use them as collectors, you know, and, and just say that they ha I have a whole collection of the album on physical, not just digital. Um, I am also going to buy this Exodus album um, as soon as I get someone to help me get a gift card on my phone. Um, I'm going to and buy the album. But as of now, I'm streaming, and streaming still counts for sales, so. Where do we begin? Where do we begin with this album? So again, like I said, Exodus was already being worked on last year. After, um, a, from Swizz Beach, when he was talking on a lot of interviews I was listening to over the weekend, um... And the listening party on, on Instagram Live on Friday night. He said that after the versus battle with him and Snoop Dogg. Um, back in July of last year. He had a great energy. He was feeling great because he was giving his flowers. And, and he saw the love everybody had for him. Not just fans, but hip-hop, the whole hip-hop community, whether it's older artists or newer artists or the ones that are in the middle, you know, um, he just, he just felt that love and that motivated him to get started on the album. Now, this album apparently was supposed to be called something else, and I can't remember what it was supposed, I think it was like, it's dark, dark, it's hot, it's dark in hell or hot again or something like that. Um, but since his passing, um, they decided to name Exodus, which is also his son's name. His young, one of his sons, I don't think it's his youngest son, but he's like four years old, I think. And so that's where the name came from. But what's dope about this album is that there's features on it. Now, if you're a DMX fan, you know DMX rarely has features. And if he does, it's usually people in his circle, like the locks and Rough Riders and, and, and you know, stuff like that. To see all these other features from newer artists or other, um, you know, artists in general, it, it's really dope to see. Um, he has... The locks on there. Jay-Z and Nas. Lil Wayne. Alicia Keys. Bono. Usher. Snoop. 
And I hope I'm not... Oh, um, Manny the Butcher, Griselda Boys. Um... Jeez, I hope I'm not forgetting any. Money Bag Yo. Again, I'm gonna get into all these songs in a minute. It's a short album, so that's kind of why I'm just kind of, like, giving more details about it. Um... Again, DMX is not one to have many features. And from what I learned from Swiss Beats from the interviews is... DMX didn't really know how to ask for features. He just didn't want to, um, you know, deal with whether they would say yes or no, or, or, he just, he just didn't know how, basically, was what Swayze was saying, um, he always gave to other people, he always gave more for other people than to himself. And that's why you never really heard features. He didn't know how to ask for them for himself. And so once Swizz Beats um, and him started working on the album Exodus last year after Versus, Swizzy was in charge of the, of the features. And a lot of people were asking to be on this album. And... Everyone thinks that this is a posthumous album, that this is just pieced together. No. This album was done while DMX was here. While he was alive. So let's get that out there. All these features, DMX approved. DMX worked with. In person. Um... Where do I go with this, y'all? So, my thing with this album is... There's a feature on every single song. And again, that's because DMX hardly ever has features on his, on his, on his album. So this is pretty cool. Um... Where do I start, y'all? <laughs> There's a lot to, to go over with this album. This album is like 13 songs. And let me tell you, it's a classic DMX album. And I'm not just saying that because he's done. If you're a fan of DMX and you know how DMX's albums work, the format, I guess you'd call it, or the layout, then you'll understand what I'm talking about. But... The whole thing, the whole album was recorded in L.A. in Snoop's studio. And Snoop was there and making sure that, you know, they were comfortable and had food. And it was really cool to see. And uh, that just made DMX more comfortable. And, you know, it's sad that um, DMX passed away because he's getting so much love on this album. And, um... It's crazy that he passed away because he was in good spirits from what Swizz Beat said. Um, so we just kind of didn't really expect that death to happen. Um, I saw an interview with him a couple months before he passed away. And he, he seemed to be pretty in a good place. He was actually excited about the album, it seemed like. So it, 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 I think it was kind of a sh shock. In a way. 
so let's get started. Um, the format of the album. 13 songs. Let's get the, um, three out the way. So, track number seven, I think, hold on. Also, yo, if you hear something talking in the background, that's my iPad. I'm looking at the track list, um, for the album. Because I want to make sure I get everything right. Um, and if you haven't heard this album, go check it out. Go check it out, y'all. Um, Exodus by DMX on all platforms. Okay, stick, stick up skit. Classic, classic DMX. Again, this is the format of DMX's albums. You always have a skit, whether it's funny or serious or whatever. This one's kind of funny. Um, like I said, it's a skit. You have to hear it. Um, I can't, I can't really like judge a skit and say, oh, that song he killed it, or you know. But yeah, that's a skit. Um, you have his Exodus skit with his son. That one I have to actually say was cute. Um, sounded like he was like crying a little bit. Uh, I don't know. If, I mean, it had to have been done before he passed away, but Dmx passed away. But um. It was just really cute, and then at the end, you're gonna hear him go, DMX! Like, it was really cute. Um, and then the last song on the album was The Prayer by DMX, and it's a prayer that we've all heard him do before. And, honestly, it's the perfect way to end the album. Like, the DMX album it was with a prayer, because that's just how DMX is. That's the format of DMX album. You get skits and prayers. Um, so let's go with the first song on the album. That's my dog, featuring Lux with Beats. Y'all, again, classic. I love how they start this out so New York. Because this is with people DMX actually knows. He's worked with so many times. Um, it's called... That's my dog. Um, it's just so New York. I don't even know what else to say about it. It's um, it's the it's classic DMX Rough Riders, and it, it's perfect. It's perfect. Per- it's a perfect way to start the album. And the second song. I love how it starts out with just the horns. Right at the beginning, it's just horns. And then the meat drops. This is called Bath Salts. This is by DMX featuring Nas and Jay-Z. Now for those of you who are not hip-hop heads, who don't know, Nas and Jay-Z used to have a really huge beef. They were not cool with each other. And to see these guys do songs together like this, is dope. Um, the whole concept of this song is dope, and it's it's done by great. You have three greats on that song, and then we're gonna go to one of my favorite songs. These are the turn up songs. 
and this is um dogs out by DMX featuring guess who the goat the best rapper alive Lil Wayne Weezy up Tunchi the Martian whatever you want to call him he has so many nicknames yes y'all I never thought I would hear a DMX and Weezy song. When they announced that last year, Wayne actually had announced it on an interview, and then DMX confirmed it this year. Um, I was here for it. Oh, I was so ready to hear that song. And then I heard a snippet, and I'm like, damn, I want to hear more. Um, Wayne and DMX killed that shit, y'all. I couldn't think of the right word for what Wayne was doing. You know how you um use dog? Like, I mean, obviously the song is called Dogs Out. And the theme of the song is dogs. Um, I couldn't think of the right word for what Wayne was doing with his lyrics. Where you compare dogs to other things. And then I, I saw... um Something online. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the word. Metaphor. Wayne has used so many metaphors with dog in this song. It's nuts. And that's what I love about Wayne and his lyricism. Um, not the punchlines, the metaphor, like all the crazy things that he says and does. You have to like rewind the song and like go, wait, what? Wait, wait, what the hell did he just say there? Um, I love, I love how like at the beginning of this song that Obviously, Wayne's just talking shit. I love it. Like, Wayne, he's the best shit talker. Um, it's hilarious when he does it, actually. But, I love how DMX says, Ouija, what up? Like, I never thought I would hear a DMX and Ouija song. Ever. It's finally happened. Um, DMX, obviously, he killed it. The only thing that I really don't like about this song is that it's too short i wish it was longer like a six minute song like the box was you know or at least three minutes but um yeah and then again it's a turn up song so it's not like you know deep i mean it is deep but it's it's still a turn up song um i noticed that uh Swizz Beats recycled the special delivery beat again. If you listen carefully, you can hear um, that in the background of the song. Um, pretty interesting. Like I said, a lot of a lot of producers recycle beats. Not to go into that another on another podcast episode, but um, another song. Okay, so this one is interesting. This is the only one. That DMX wasn't here for. Well, he... Okay, so... Let me tell you the story of this song. From what Swiss Beats said... Pop Smoke... And DMX was even saying that he had worked with Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke is another rapper who passed away last year. On my birthday, my dad's birthday. It's one of those two. That's how I remember. Anyway. They had said they had a song with Pop Smoke. Money, Money, Money was this song with Pop Smoke. But apparently... They had used um, Pop Smoke's verse for something else. 
and they didn't want to use verses, so they had to get another artist for that song. So the uh, Swiss Beats chose Moneybag Yo, and honestly, I think that was a perfect fit for this song. Um, again, it's a turn-up song. It's a fun song. Um, I just kind of feel bad that they couldn't use the pop smoke, because DMX was excited about that, you know? From what I was hearing in the interview, um, I kind of think it was disrespectful that they used that verse for something else. And I don't know if, I mean, obviously, Swiss Beats didn't use it, but whoever did that, you know, um, not cool. Um, Hold Me Down featuring Alicia Keys. Y'all, this is where we get into all the deep, deep songs. This is where DMX is talking about his life. And now he wants people to hold him down through everything. And... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Rewind, rewind. Before we do that, let's go back to let, um, Dogs Out with Lil Wayne. Look, y'all, at the end, where, DM, or where Wayne says, I DM DMX told him they can't X the dog out. That's my one of my favorite parts of that song, like towards the end, right at the right at the end of Wayne's verse. Y'all gotta hear it to believe it. It's it's crazy. Um but anyway, back to um Hold Me Down with Alicia Keys. Now, again, it's crazy that this album has so many features, but then to hear Alicia Keys on a DMX album Y'all that's fucking crazy. In a good way. It's dope. I love me some Alicia And I'm feeling bad because I forgot to mention her at last year's, or not last year's, last week's episode. She performed at the Billboard Music Awards. Um, so shout out to her. I love me some Alicia Keys. I love her piano playing skills. Because you can hear her playing in the songs. Like, like, that's her in the song playing the song. Um, I love her voice and... I think this was, like, the perfect song for that. Um, again, DMX is getting deep here, talking about real life and his life and everything else. Um, I don't know, y'all. It's a special song. Um, this one was very interesting to me. Very interesting because... I'm sorry if I say this name wrong. I don't know who this guy is. Bono or Bono. Um, I guess he's a rock dude or a guitarist or something like that. I'm sorry. I don't know who he is. But this song is so special. It is so dope. I have never heard anything like it. And to have it be on a DMX album is incredible. And I love how DMX is talking about, again, real life. I, this is what I love about DMX. He's talking about his struggles. He's talking about deep shit, relatable shit, you know? And and she's, it got me in my feelings um, when I first heard it. I love it. Um... I wish there were, were going to be more songs like that. It's one of my favorite songs on the album. And 
Ugh, y'all. This elf is amazing. Okay, Hood Blues was already out um before the album came out. They had already dropped this. So if you haven't heard it, go check it out. For those of you who haven't heard it, go check it out. Because all of these guys, I'm not... I'm still getting used to um, Benny the Butcher and... Conway and, and, you know, Griselda in general. I'm still getting used to them. Um, their rap style and everything. But let me tell you something. DMX was so excited he had worked with them because he loved these guys. These are some of the newer artists he loved. And, um... Y'all, y'all just got... This is like a real hood song. He... They all killed it. Y'all... Mm, I don't even know what else to say about this song. Y'all go check it out. Take control with Snoop Dogg. Um, yeah. Listen, the beat, the sample with Marvin Gaye, that was the most perfect song you can ever put Snoop Dogg on. And then add DMX to it. Um, lyrics, y'all are just gonna have to check that out. But, um, yeah. That was the dopest shit ever. Um, I will admit, I'm not the biggest Marvin Gaye fan, but I know his voice. So, yeah. Dope song. Perfect song for that Snoop and DMX vibe. Now, Walking in the Rain. Woo! Y'all, this one got me in my feelings, too. Again, DMX is talking about real-life shit here. He's talking about relatable shit. Um, he's one of these artists that you can have. Like Wayne, he's like, he's like someone you can have through good and bad days. You know? And this one got me in my feelings. It really did. Um, a lot of these, like, some of these songs you hear, it kind of, like, gives you goosebumps, you know? Okay, so this one was amazing. Um, Letter to My Son, Call Your Father. Featuring Usher. Tell me something. Any hip-hop band out there? Any DMX fan, whoever thought you would hear an Usher and DMX song? First of all, the whole fucking song was amazing. I think DMX was definitely talking to his oldest son here. I mean, obviously, he was showing love to all of his kids, but I think his message uh, was to his oldest son because... I remember seeing on uh, Fix My Life, they had, uh, you know, issues. Uh, I'm sure they fixed it before because he was in great spirits, you know, before he passed. So, um, that, and then I love, like, the whole piano vibe to that song. I mean, it was just perfect. Like, the perfect last song to end the album. Perfect last song, yes. I said song because, again, there's a prayer at the end. Um, 
it was kind of weird and because i kind of i did i hear dmx giving out his number oh uh, that was a little crazy because what if he was still alive and yikes i mean unless he changes it all the time which i'm sure he would have but um yeah dope song really really dope song um and you can tell DMX loved his kids because he has them all over the album. Um, and again, 13, last song, Prayer by DMX. Perfect way to end the album. Perfect way to end a DMX album. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any complaints besides the fact that... Ah, no, no, no. Besides that, um... You know, some of the songs are too short. And I wish they would have been longer. Um, this album was amazing. And I have to get my physical copy when it comes out. But I'm telling y'all, if you haven't heard the DMX album, please go stream it. Go buy it. Um, Support him. And I, I know it sounds weird saying that, but he does have children. Lots of children. Um, it'll make you cry. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you think. It'll make you do all the feels. And that's what I love about artists. This artist. That's what I love about hip-hop. They'll do that to you. And this is the dope thing about this album. It has all of that on there. It's not just a party album. It's not just a album where you have to think or get deep. It's not, you know, it's all of it. Um, it's it's an amazing album. And like I said, Swizz Beats put his all into this album. So, um, he deserves all the love for holding DMX down. Um. Yeah, if, if you haven't heard the album, please go check it out. I enjoyed it, and I've been listening to it all weekend. So, um, yeah, and I can't play it on here because I would probably get a copyright strike or something, and I do not want that on my podcast. So, um, please go check it out. Please. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Um, please, again, don't forget to share and subscribe. And, um, yeah, rest in peace, DMX, Exodus album out now. I'll see you next time. Peace.